Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, into the 9 o'clock hour we go on a Friday. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you got a great weekend lined up. We've got uh, Combine coming up next week. That'll be... Uh, Big focal point. Things going on around the Combine. D'Amico Ryans and Nick Casario will meet with the media next week, so maybe get a window into some of the things that the uh, Texans are looking to accomplish in the next couple months here. Colin Cowherd, FS1, um, a one of the more prominent national media personalities who has eventually come around on the Texans this season and eventually come around on C.J. Stroud this season. If you recall, Colin Cowherd this time a year ago was – throwing all sorts of stones at the Houston Texans based on his buddy Sean Payton's experience interviewing with the Texans and was not a big fan of C.J. Stroud. Thought that C.J. Stroud would struggle the most out of all the rookie quarterbacks to raise the level of his team around him. Just not enough talent around him. Not enough talent for C.J. Stroud to raise the, the level around him. Well, we know how that, we know how that went. C.J. Stroud took the Texans to the postseason. They won the division. They won 10 games. It was a spectacular season for the Houston Texans. Colin Coward, though, Seth, as you've pointed out, does not feel uh, the same level of optimism we do in Houston right now. If you uh, just pay attention to who he chooses in uh, for his AFC playoff teams mm-hmm. this year. Shocker, I'm taking the best quarterbacks overwhelmingly. I have the Bills, the Bengals, the Colts, the Chiefs winning their division. I have the Ravens, Jags, Chargers as wild cards. Okay, so hmm. overwhelmingly going with the better quarterback. Okay. Uh, just for those, that's a lot of teams all of a sudden right there. You know, the, this is what you need to look at this through the lens of the AFC South. Um, the Colts win the AFC South. Yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're in the division winners. And then the Jaguars are the wild card. So they finish second in the AFC South based overwhelmingly on strength of quarterbacks. So Colin Coward based overwhelmingly on the strength of quarterbacks, is putting Anthony Richardson and uh, Trevor Lawrence ahead of C.J. Stroud in uh, this. Yeah, I'm looking uh, at the I'm, numbers. That doesn't, I'm, left, I'm left feeling kind of confused that doesn't exactly compute. how that all works. Yeah, I just put yeah. it in my, in my, I put it in my uh, statistic machine here, and it's yeah. spitting out that Cowherd sounds dumb. That's what it says. My machine <laughs> well, okay. Says, Let, let's give him a chance here. Okay. And uh, What does he say about the Colts, per se? I think Shane Steichen's as good a young offensive coach as the league has had in years. Uh, they've got $60 million in cap space, and I like a lot of their young players. They almost got to the playoffs with Gardner Minshew. Anthony Richardson getting hurt in a weird way is a break. 
because now he could learn from the sidelines. I have talked to Chris Ballard. They love that kid. I'm taking the best quarterback. I don't know if Anthony Richardson is, but it's a wonky division. I look at their schedule. I look at Steichen. I look at their cap space. Okay, so again, uh, he's going with the best quarterbacks. He's not sure if I, – I know I can guarantee to you what happened was he laid this out beforehand and without realizing it, like started saying, I'm basing this on the best quarterbacks. Yeah. And as he got into it, he realized like, oh, I'm putting Anthony Richardson and Trevor Lawrence above C.J. Ahead of C.J. Stroud. So he said, I'm basing this on quarterbacks. I don't know if Anthony Richardson is, but they've got cap space and all these other things. I uh, Look, as far as – Indy's cap space, the roster, the job that Shane Steichen did. I agree with that. I think that I, I, I am very bullish on Shane Steichen as an offensive mind. Sometimes it's actually, sometimes it's harder to figure out how a guy as a head coach is more so than it is as an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do like that. I disagree that making it to the playoffs with Gardner Minshew was somehow less achievable than with a rookie Anthony Richardson. Like if Anthony Richardson been the whole time, he's acting like, well, Anthony Richardson will clearly be an upgrade over Gardner Minshew. The big problem there is that Anthony Richardson got injured, didn't finish three of the four games that he started this year because of different injuries. It wasn't like one lingering injury. It was all different injuries. He's got a history of injuries in, in college. So, so far, like there's very little reason to believe that Anthony Richardson is going to make it through an entire season healthy and intact. Yeah, Anthony Richardson just – He's not played a ton of football in his life. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, it, you know, forget about he only, you know, played in five games or whatever, started four, finished three in his only professional season. He only played in 24 games in three years at Florida. You know, mm-hmm. he just, he hasn't played a lot of football, period. I think the, by the way, having listened to that a few times now, the way Colin Coward, because he, he forgot to insert some commas in his script or something yeah uh i don't think he's saying that anthony richardson was hurt in a weird way yeah. it's that in a weird way it's uh a silver lining or a lucky oh the in a weird way was attached to the what happened in a weird after. way it's a good thing because he can okay. he can watch from the sidelines yeah i would agree with that if he hadn't injured his actual shoulder because it's not like he was able to sit on the sidelines and also work on his throwing motion at the yeah. same time. He's got some he's got some mechanical flaws and issues that he's really going to have to work his butt off at fixing if he wants to be a consistent NFL quarterback because I don't think I don't think he's going to be able to rely on his legs cuz he just gets hurt so much. What do they say about the Jags? This is uh, funny you should ask, Sean. Here's Colin Coward on the Jags. Oh, by the way, the Jags started 8-3 and three before Trevor Lawrence got hurt. They also hired a defensive coordinator, Ryan Nielsen from Atlanta, who did the best job with Atlanta's defense in a long time. Yeah. Um, the, the whole started 8-3 and three with Trevor Lawrence injured. Trevor Lawrence was injured the whole season. Like, he was, he was playing banged up and injured the entire time. Uh, it wasn't just – and it wasn't like Trevor Lawrence was playing well. People in Jacksonville were not happy at all with the way Trevor Lawrence was playing over the first half of the season. It was kind of like the second time they played the Texans he had started to get right in the previous couple of weeks. But he's, he's still very much a first-read quarterback. That's what teams will talk about openly after they play him is that, well, you know, if you can take him off his first read, he's pretty much done for. So there's another guy that, all right, great. I don't know what you're going to do when he's injured and he can't run because that's the only recourse you have if you can't go to your second or third read. We'll, we'll get to Cowherd on the Texans here in a second. 
And by the way, I, I think most of the points he's making are, are pretty good points. I just think that his premise of, of this somehow being a quarterback-driven take is is just falls apart like eight seconds into it when he says Indy and Jacksonville, but we'll entertain yeah. it. And I think he'll you're going to hear he's going to make some good points about the Texans. As long as we're talking about the Colts and the Jags, which team scares you more right now from a Texans perspective? The Colts or the Jaguars the Colts, this season? The Colts. Because Jonathan Taylor has ran rough shot over the Texans defense. And and those were the those were Jonathan Taylor's two best games of the year versus the Texans defense. Uh, it was very much evident that, man, the Texans don't have Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw at linebacker. Like they and and those guys when put in a bind between the run and the pass, they really, really struggle. Um, so that's where that's one of the big reasons I look at upgrading the linebacker position as one of my wish list items because uh, that's you got to face the Colts twice and with that RPO game that puts linebackers in a bind, yeah. especially in D'Amico Ryan's defense, it's um, that's that's something you got to address. I'm the Colts too. The unknown scares me with Anthony Richardson like what if he does get it or what if what if more appropriately Shane Steichen to your point is able to put together an offense that really accentuates what he does like they did with Jalen Hurts in 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 Philadelphia and let's look if Goodson catches a fourth down pass last year on fourth and one or whatever it was the Colts are probably in the playoffs instead of the Texans right yeah it was a very close close game a really close game yeah the other thing too is that Look, the Texans caught a break this year in terms of the types of quarterbacks they played. They didn't face that many genuine dual-threat quarterbacks. And when they did, okay, it was week one versus Lamar Jackson when he was still getting – I mean, and the Texans lost that game, but they didn't really get eviscerated by Lamar Jackson's running ability in that game. Lamar was was, I still – uh, still feeling his way through. He ended up running a lot more. He saved in the that for the playoffs. Weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so there was that. Kyler Murray. It was his second game back. Kyler Murray was visibly exhausted by the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So they they got lucky in terms of how many athletic quarterbacks they faced. It's going to be a lot different next year. And Anthony Richardson, especially. Look that. The Texans defense looked horrendous in that first quarter versus Anthony Richardson. He yeah. had two touchdown runs that were absurdly easy for him. And like that's what they're going to have to contend with a lot more of next year. All right, what's our guy have to say about the Texans here, Seth? Oh, he had two little blurbs on the Texans. Two blurbs. This was actually the at the beginning, he started it all off by by telling you everybody, "Hey, hold on. There's going to be some surprises here." Houston doesn't make it. What? Now they have to play with expectations. Schedule is significantly harder and oh by the way Anthony Richardson and Trevor Lawrence are both healthy again so that's a team I like I don't think Houston bottoms out sophomore slump that's a team I feel like I'm being criticized by a teacher when Colin Coward is significantly (laughs) significantly significantly into like an eight syllable word Worst performance on this essay. I wish I saw the video of the part where he goes, (gasps) Texans in third. (gasps) Um, His little marionette makeup that he wears. Yeah. Yes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, I think I think he makes fair points. I think the Texans are going to appropriately be the favorite to win this division. I, I trust that they'll have an offseason that fortifies them to where they can take on this schedule and still be at least 10-7 and seven this year. And I think everybody's a year older in their jobs they were doing for the first time. D'Amico Ryans, Bobby Slowick, C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, a bunch of guys. I do think expectation – I'll always say it's different being the hunted instead of the hunter. If I say that about other things, I've got to accept that that's a possibility yeah. with the Texans. And the schedule is a – that is material. That is a real thing. The schedule – the the difficulty the step up in weight class on this schedule is a massive step up. Yeah, and and there's one game in particular that I'm really looking forward to, but also a little bit nervous about next year. Uh, it, and it's one of the teams Colin Coward mentions here. Look at the Texans' opponents. There's some tough ones there. Cowboys on the road, Chiefs on the road, Packers I think are excellent on the road. You face Aaron Rodgers and he's healthy early on the road. Home games. Well, good luck. Lions are really good. Ravens are really good. Dolphins score a lot of points. Bills score a lot of points. That's a tough schedule for the Houston Texans. And they still, they still are in a rebuild. They're still trying to rebuild that roster. So I like Houston. I think they pull back a game or two. Okay. Yeah, and this uh, that he makes a good point there that the Texans are still in a rebuild. Yeah. They're not, they're not right there yet. And that's where I think when I'm advocating that the Texans spend in free agency, just not in the same way that some other people at this station are advocating. I think some of those other people are just not understanding and grasping that, no, the, the Texans are not just losing 30 free agents, that many of them are starters that do have to be re-signed. And some, you'll, you'll, or you're going to have to find free agents to fill those holes. So it's not like you can just focus in on one or two guys and then not also fill out the rest of your roster. It's very much still a rebuild, and the the schedule does get harder next year. The one team there that I'm intrigued by is the Dallas Cowboys because they hired Mike Zimmer as their defensive coordinator. One of the reasons that I think it was a good idea that they hired Mike Zimmer is that Mike Zimmer has been way, way, way better against Kubiak-Shanahan systems as a defensive coordinator, as a defensive coach. He's fared much better versus those Kubiak-Shanahan systems than Dan Quinn, his predecessor, did. He really struggled. But just against the rest of the league, too, compared to the rest of the league, Mike Zimmer's been very good at that. So um, he's got a good feel for exactly how to attack those teams. I think his time spent with Gary Kubiak probably helps in that regard. San Francisco is one of those teams. Green Bay runs that offense over in the NFC. The teams that did in the the Cowboys, the Cowboys. They specifically addressed that. Yeah, 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 and 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 you know, I guess, and the Texans are going to catch some some shrapnel off of that. Like, oh no, by the way, while we're equipping ourselves to deal with the Packers and the Niners, 
any of you other people that run this offense, you're going to get the what for as well from Mike Zimmer. Um, did Colin Cowherd tip his hand about possibly knowing something? I want to play just the beginning of that schedule cut again, Ben. Look at the Texans' opponents. There's some tough ones there. Cowboys on the road, Chiefs on the road, Packers, I think, are excellent on the road. You face Aaron Rodgers, and he's healthy early on the road. Ding. All right, good. Face Aaron Rodgers early on the road. None of us know when these games are happening. How the hell does he know it's happening early? But I think some of that might be his odd cadence that he has, where did he mean to say that Aaron Rodgers is healthy early? Well, Plus, he's on the road, but who knows? If, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just taking it for what I'm doing. Yeah, the old Mike sounds... Meltzer, Occam's Razor thing here. Yeah. Cowherd may know something. Early on the road. Healthy early on the road, and and, yeah. and the reason and the reason we bring the reason we bring it up is there has been some smoke about Texans Jets being a possibility. You know that's a that's a good sexy matchup for an opening week game between mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud and a returning Aaron Rodgers in New York on that awful awful MetLife turf. Yes, of course. Uh, at that point, you know, if it comes down to okay, if one of the quarterbacks is going to get injured, it's more likely going to be Aaron Rodgers popping his other Achilles <laughs> oh, or something. I'm not wishing for it. I'm no, just saying it realistically. I, I just hope. I'm just. Uh, I'm don't, just talking don't, don't reality here, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, I'm just. I was thinking about this more last night for some odd mm-hmm. reason. There's got to be some kind of there's got to be some kind of connection to like how healthy a guy looks physically and whether he's likely to tear an Achilles tendon or not because you know the Aaron Rodgers has just looked more and more haggard these last Gaunt. couple of years. Yeah, uh, yeah, just I, it's haggard. weird. Like like he's just his his eyes have gotten like darker. The bags under his eyes are darker. He just yes. looks tired all the time. I know he's preaching peace and love, yet at the same time he's he's very surly a lot. Uh, I just I don't know. I don't I don't feel like that bodes well. As opposed to like Tom Brady, who looked like he just stepped out of a facial everywhere. Yes, like he had just gotten a facial and a manicure or something. Like he looked in twelve hours of sleep. Yeah, like he'd slept on a bed of roses. Yep. and he woke up and angels spritzed holy water on his face as he walked out. Yeah, the door. he still looks like, that he way. He stayed healthy. Yeah. yeah, he still looks that way. Text message: Coward is smoking crack and has lost all credibility with me. Well, that's a little extreme. Um, <laughs> that sounds actually like he might believe that. Cowherd, like that literally. Yeah. You know what's funny about that take on the Texans? When you texted me yesterday about it, you're like, I got some cowherd on the Texans, and yeah. you told me about the the, the audio. Um, I texted Greg Tui, Cowherd's producer, who listens yeah. to our show. He's from Houston, but he, he he listens to at least the first couple hours before they start prepping for, for the herd. And usually he'll text me when Colin says something good or bad about the Texans because then we can use it on the show like we are right now. And I texted him like, hey, man, what's up with your boy putting the Texans third in the AFC South? He said he said he did that. I forget what day he did it. But whatever day it was, too, he wasn't there. He's like, he probably did it because I wasn't there. That's why he went in double on the Texans too. Yeah, his his opening preamble had a bit about the Texans. Did and it? And then he concluded with the Texans there too. Yeah, man. He's like, yeah, well, Tui's out. The mouth, the cat will the mouse will play. <laughs> when yeah. the Tui's away, the cow herd will play. Yeah. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you um, on a uh, on a Friday. All right, we're gonna reset this. Are Seth and I the epitome of the old mentality? And in the eyes of John Lopez, what's wrong? With Houston Texan fans. That is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 